Good morning, everyone. It is uh, wonderful to be with you. I think we're probably about 15 degrees colder this morning from last Sunday, aren't we? Yeah, it's been a big, a big shift in weather temperature over these last 10 days. Uh, we're, um, we're, today we're looking at remaining in Jesus and stepping out in faith. Since I've uh, been in Cambridge, I've been on a very steep learning curve uh, about gardening. And uh, some of you know that I've still got an awful lot to learn about that. And we use gardening metaphors a lot, many times, when we're describing what God is doing through us. So, for example, last week, we sent out a plant team. People from our church being planted into another another church. And in fact, again, just using a gardening metaphor, that's a grafting of a grafting from our plant team to the church, the people who are already there. And we've, uh, it's such a significant moment in the life of our church. Uh, we've been waiting for uh, a long time. We, we've been talking about a plant. We've been praying into the opportunity to plant. And then for the last two years, we've really put a lot of work into that and then had the, the joy of sending out Danny and Rachel and the team last week into uh, Christ the Redeemer in Barnwell. And I really want to give glory to God for bringing that about, for the way that he's guided us, the way that he's led us, uh, and the joy that it is uh, to know that we're giving away in this way. We give glory to God. It's absolutely marvelous. So what I want to do this week is to take a break from our series on Luke as I've been prompted by God to speak into this week straight after the plant by preaching on John 15, verses 1 to 12. And as I read this passage, I would like you to pick up um, from the reading uh, the times and the mentions that Jesus makes of his father and that relationship with father. Because, of course, here we are on Father's Day. And as Jane has mentioned, the most important relationship in terms of father is with our father God. So we learn such a lot from the way that Jesus describes his relationship with father God. So let's pick that up from this reading as I read from John chapter 15 verses 1 to 12. The context of this reading is that Jesus is speaking to his disciples. It's part of his key teaching before his death and resurrection. So these are very famous words that Jesus says to his disciples. I am the true vine, and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If you do not Remain in me. You are like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire and burned. 
If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now, remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Such a powerful image that Jesus shares with his disciples. And the who's who of this metaphor It's the Father, the Father in heaven, who is the gardener. It's Jesus who is the vine. And we're the disciples, we and the disciples are the branches. And branches that aren't bearing fruit, the gardener cuts off. But branches that do bear fruit, as all you gardeners know, are also pruned back by the gardener. And we can see this in our own lives in this personal application. We have times of growth and we have times of pruning. There's a rhythm to that. And we can see that in our church life too. Planting out, which is what we've done, one of our fruitful branches has now been pruned back. So as well as celebrating, we said goodbye last week. And there's sadness and loss associated with that. But we can see from this passage and from that gardening metaphor that whenever there's pruning, a little branch, the branch is cut back to the vine, if you take my hands there as being the vine. And the vine enfolds itself around that kind of stubby end of the branch. And then the branch grows again and becomes fruitful. So it's not only the uh, planting team that's a fruitful branch in the life of our church. There are other fruitful branches represented by people here. And there will be times of growth and bearing fruit. And there will be times when the father, as the gardener, will cut us back to the vine and the vine that is Jesus grows around us we are enfolded in his love and then the branch grows again and we bear fruit you can see this in your working life as well you can see it in your friendships and relationships with outreach as well this rhythm is something that God gives us the rhythm of pruning and growth of remaining and fruitfulness and we can rest in God's plan we can trust in him we can lean back into the father's love we've been pruned back in many different ways over these last 16 months as a consequence of the pandemic. What we've been able to do on Sundays is one aspect of that. 
what I've heard as I've listened to people is in terms of what has been pruned back and what we've been missing is that sense of community, of belonging, of church coming together as one body, as people wanting to see each other. And it's so good that in the last few weeks we've been able to gather back in person and then have this live streamed to people in their homes. And it's, it's wonderful to see people steadily coming back. We have space in the building to do this and we're doing this in a very safe way. We're taking it very steadily as we go through this. So we've been on quite a journey with regards to Sundays over this last 18 months. And what I want to do this morning is to share what it's going to look like in the autumn. Because we're still on a journey with Sundays. Uh, This isn't where it stops. And I'm going to jump through the summer and share our plans for the autumn. A question that I've been asking is, how can Sundays serve the vision of our church? How can Sundays serve who we are as a church? And of course, a reminder of our church is that we, like the church in Antioch, we want to be a a mission church to the region, a place of sending and return, where we're sending out followers of Jesus and they're returning with stories of how we're sharing God's goodness and the impact that God is having on the lives of people around us as well as our own lives. We are passionate about wanting to see people's lives transformed. People who don't know Jesus yet coming into this extraordinary relationship with God. So I've been thinking that question through. How how can Sunday serve the vision of our church? And I've been discussing it with people. And there are two main ways that from the autumn we're going to move into this more. First of all, how can Sunday serve our Barnabas communities? And one of the ways that we're going to do this is that from September, once a month, we're going to have impact Sundays. These are going to be Sundays where we're not going to meet here in the church building on the Sunday morning in a service like this. No, we're going to be out and about all over the city in our Barnabas communities, and we're going to be um, doing some out-focused things with people that we're in relationship with, or with friends, or with people of peace, or on our streets, or simply going out and blessing an area, whether that's litter picking or prayer walking. We're wanting to do different ways to engage with people around us. That could be taking on a social action task, or it could be simply saying, okay, let's have our neighbors round for tea. We're releasing time for our Barnabas communities to contribute that out-focus to the people that we're trying to reach. And this will give opportunities for everybody in our church to get involved, to join in with what's going on. It's for everyone. So if you're not part of a Barnabas community, you're going to be so welcome to join in with what is going on out and about across this city. And we will also have something going on from this building led by a community or by another group, which again will have that out-focus. So there will be something for everybody to get involved with. Now, this has generated lots of ideas already, and I know looking around the room that many of you, your cogs are worrying now and thinking, oh, what can we do? What can we do? So it's going to be once a month on a Sunday, on a Sunday morning. Then in the evening, on that same day, we're going to gather back here to have an evening celebration. 
And we're going to hear stories of what's been going on during the day, of what God's been doing amongst us. Because what we're doing with this is tracking with what God's doing. And we can share the testimonies of going out and doing the simplest thing to bless our neighbors, to bless people on our street, to engage with people across this city. So we're going to have Impact Sunday out and about in the morning during the day and then coming back to celebrate together in the evening. And we've planned the dates in advance so that everybody can plan what we're going to be doing. It's usually going to be on the last Sunday of the month, but all of the dates will be published well in advance so that we all know what we're doing. So that's one aspect starting in the autumn. And I'm really excited about what God's going to do through us with that. The other aspect is thinking about our Sunday mornings at St. Barnabas on all of the other Sundays in the month. One of the things that I've picked up is this sense of importance of coming back as the whole body of Christ. All of us together, connecting and belonging in community. Uh, what people have missed uh, during this time is the singing. I miss that too. And as yet, we haven't got an update on that. Uh, believe me, we are keeping our eyes peeled on every single government announcement to find out when we'll be able to sing in the building again. So as soon as we can, we'll be doing that. Uh, but the other thing that I've noticed and I've heard that people are really missing um, is that opportunity to talk with people, to chat. We've really missed those social aspects of connecting, haven't we, on Sundays, those simple little conversations over a cup of coffee that means that we can update with each other so, so easily. And uh, what, I've, what I've seen is that the makeup of our church has changed during lockdown. We've had over 30 people join us during this time, which is absolutely fantastic. We've also sent out the plant team and other people have moved away to churches closer to them. And some people have moved away from Cambridge. So there's been quite a lot of shift in who's around in St. Barnabas. So my sense and my, uh, from the autumn is that it's really important for us to get together, all together, so that we can say hi and introduce ourselves and find out again who is in St. Barnabas and welcome each other to this church. And it's so important to do that without a screen in our midst that we can actually see each other face to face. So what we want to do is to gather everyone to be around at the same time. The benefits of what we've seen over these last few months is that we've been able to have one sermon theme for the whole church and discussion questions. So we're all on the same page with what we're, what we're learning and what God's equipping us with. So our plan is, from the autumn, to move to two morning gatherings on a Sunday. We'll have an early one and a mid-morning one with a coffee break in the middle. And that's going to be our mingling time for the whole church to be able to get together to talk face-to-face. -to -face. So we'll be encouraging those ones, uh, people who come to the early gathering, to stay on. And we'll be asking ones to come to the later one to come early to be able to stay, hang out, chat, catch up with each other, it's going to be really, really good to do that together. So everybody will be coming to that coffee time and it will be spread all over the church. Both of the gatherings will have worship, the same theme for the sermon, and will have times of prayer. The early one 
we'll have a communion response to the word. So we'll have that opportunity to gather around the Lord's table as we pray and respond to the word. And the later one, we'll have a ministry response to the word and youth and children's work going on. And the later one, we'll have communion once a month. And as I've said, we'll get everybody together in that coffee bit in the middle for us all to be able to connect. So both will be fantastic opportunities to encounter God, to meet with God and to meet with each other, to to hear from God and to be sent out into the world around us. What this means is that the evening gathering will be paused for this coming season. So we won't have any gatherings in the evening except for the once a month evening celebration that we're going to have on Impact Sunday. And that once a month will be a great focus focus for us all to be able to come together and to worship together of an evening. I've used the language there of it's for a season with regards to the evening gathering. So it's not finishing forever, but it is for a season that we would focus once a month with the evening celebration and then for us all to gather on the other Sundays in the month, either early on a Sunday morning or later on a Sunday morning, as I've described, so we can have this whole church together. So after the summer services, and we'll be telling you all about that in two weeks' time, uh, what we're doing over the six weeks of July and August. So after the summer services, we'll have our Welcome Back Sunday on the 5th of September, and we'll have the whole church together on that day. And then the new pattern will start from the 12th of September. As I've shared these plans with key leaders, with Barnabas communities and our PCC, There's been excitement, uh, a real sense of the vision of the church moving into this next stage, and a positive response. And uh, and the ideas and the plan has been welcomed, along with some great comments to build into all the detailed planning that we're working on. It's big picture at the moment. So I wanted to share this with you now so that we can look ahead to the autumn together. Please be praying for us as we do some more work on all of the plans for there. But I hope you're as excited as I am at the opportunities and the space that this will create for us to connect with each other and to connect with people in our city, to be able to share God's goodness, to hear what it is that God's saying and then get out and about to the people around us. So coming back to the passage in conclusion. For this season, we're deliberately making space to grow. And this is all part of remaining in the vine. We heard that word remain in the passage, repeat it. And the definition of that is to go on continuously living. Whether we're growing as a branch or being pruned back, the branches are all connected to the vine who is Jesus. And that's the key image for us, remaining in the vine. We come back into the vine. The vine grows around the the pruned back bit of the branch. And that vine growing around us is Jesus. Jesus enfolding us in his love, 
The love that laid down his life for us. The love that calls us friends later on in this chapter. Jesus extends the same love that he received from his father to each one of us. It's extraordinary. Jesus extends the same love he received from his father to each one of us. He puts his joy in us. And remember, that word that Jesus speaks of joy there was just before he was going to die. So it's not a kind of light and fluffy happiness word. There's a deep joy of resting in God's eternal plans. Remaining, continuously living, being active in faith and stepping out in faith, growing again, bearing fruit, that's part of the rhythm. So where are you on the rhythm? Are you being pruned back? You're recognizing that some of the good stuff has gone for all that fruitfulness is going from your life? Well, come back into the vine. Come back being folded in the love of Jesus. Or it may be that you're growing again, that your sense of calling has been renewed. You're stepping out again. You've got ideas about how to share God's goodness with people around you. Well, go for it. Go for it. So some need to hear the words of God's love. Some, it's about stepping out. But all of this is linked to the verse eight that I'm going to end with. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. Let's step into that promise and give glory to God as we go. Amen.